Hello and welcome to the Magic Ball from Berkham podcast. I am your host, Sam. I'm known as official Sam on Twitter. This podcast is available on Podomatic, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts. And in this episode, I'll be previewing the Arsenal vs Liverpool game on the 3rd of April. But before I start, I just want to say um, there's some sad news coming out today that Claude Calegri has passed away. Claude was a very dear, passionate su- uh, supporter of Arsenal. He was someone that every time I saw him at a game, he'd always be like, hi, Sam, how are you doing? He'd, he would he would smile when he seen me. I would always smile to see when I seen him. And he'd always tell me to, to get home safely and ensure I was home safely. And he'd always look out for me. And he was just a lovable, lovable uh, person. And um, I said my condolences to his family. Um, Claude was a top, top Arsenal fan. And in this podcast, my guest is the one and only Dave O'Cup. Hi, Dave. How are you doing? Hi, Sam. I'm, I'm okay now. So I just want to echo what you said about Claude. I think it's very sad news. Uh, I didn't know the guy, but I'm obviously very familiar with him. He was on social media. And yeah, just talks with his family and I think it's incredibly sad. So um, God, God rest his soul. And uh, yeah, just thinking of him and his family today, I think it's very, very sad news. So there's a nice tribute you paid to him there um, from your dealings with him. It sounds like a, a caring, caring, caring guy. So very sad, Sam. He was a, a top Arsenal fan. And going into going straight into the, the game against Liverpool on, on Saturday. Uh, what are your feelings about going into a, a huge game against Arsenal and um, about this game on, on, on Saturday? I think it's going to be a difficult game. Going to the Emirates is, is, is always difficult, but the Emirates isn't the fortress that it used to be um, years ago also, uh, with all due respect to yourself and fellow Arsenal fans. So I'm, I'm confident that Liverpool can leave with a victory, but Liverpool's form, as we know, over the last couple of months has not been good. Um, two victories in six games, four losses. I believe in the form table in the last six games, we're down in 17th. Or Arsenal have won three of the last six. So Arsenal are in a pretty good place, but I'm confident that Liverpool can, can leave it a victory. I think overall, uh, pound for pound, I think Liverpool have a better 11 than Arsenal. Although Arsenal have been improving, I think that Liverpool can leave with a victory. Fantastic. Um, going into it, who do you think is the the biggest threat in the Arsenal side? Who do you think is the biggest threat to the Liverpool defence? And who do you think from Liverpool is the biggest threat to the Arsenal defence? I think Emmy Smith-Rowe is a player that I like. and be interested to see if he starts next uh, the weekend. And obviously, Saka is, is, is very good. And along with Martin Odegaard, there's three players there that I think that could cause Liverpool a lot of difficulties. Uh, Odegaard is a little bit different to the other two. The other two seem to have a bit more pace. Odegaard has, has the vision and the ability to pick out passes. I think Arsenal have lacked in <clears throat> in their team over the last, uh, I suppose, since, since the Ozil decline, really, if that's how it can be described. So I think between the three of them, I think that they can cause Liverpool difficulties. It'll be interesting to see back and Smith Rowe. Let's see what what sides they pick up or whatever. But I think that obviously Liverpool fullbacks like to get forward a lot. I think they're going to need to be that little bit more cautious against back and Smith Rowe because going forward, I think that they're they're quite dangerous. Obviously, Saka is young, he's exciting, 
and when he runs at defenders, you just don't know what to do because he has so much trickery and you know his ability to get by defenders is, is exciting. But on that, I think that Aubameyang's form has been a huge dip for, for Arsenal. I think he's only scored nine goals this season and I've been disappointed with him. I think that Arsenal need a Thierry Henry, Ian Wright, goal machine type up top and unfortunately he hasn't been that player this season to take over games and control games but Lacazette has, has improved uh, in the last few weeks so he, he's an interesting player um, but I think you know Aubameyang has been a player that's been a little bit disappointing for Liverpool I think that obviously you have Mane, Salah and I think Diogo Jato will start he had two goals for Portugal during the week I know that Firmino's back training but I think that Jota has just been too good in the last few weeks to leave out of the starting eleven, And I think that he's a player that's going to cause Arsenal difficulties at the back. Um, I would fancy Jota against David Luiz and Gabriel. I think there's um, he's pacey, he's hard to mark, he's, he's, he's that tricky type of player, and I think that he would cause David Luiz difficulties. So I think he's one to watch at the week, weekend. And obviously, Salah and Mane are two well-established players. But... Um, yeah, I think Jota is the informed player at the moment for Liverpool. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, I just wanted to ask you a quick question. Um, there was something came out of the Athletic uh, yesterday about Ibrahim Kanate joining from RB Leipzig. Uh, do you have any news on this that could potentially get any Liverpool fans excited? No, I've no news on that. Just, just what I was um, reading uh, on the Athletic. So. It's, it's interesting. He's an interesting player. Um, I think that, you know, he is full of potential. He's only 21 years of age. He's not 22 until uh, May. So it's, it's, but he has had his injury difficulties this season. He's had an ankle injury. He's had a muscular injury. He's only played nine Bundesliga games. But the games that we have seen him in, it's clear to see the potential he has. You know, he is a ball-playing centre-back. He's powerfully strong comfortable on the ball and I think the Liverpool like are going to recruit defenders that are very very comfortable on the ball similar to Van Dijk Van Dijk could nearly play in the, middle of, in the middle of midfield that type of player he's very comfortable on the ball and I think that Canate is something similar and he adds that threat obviously aerially going forward for Liverpool I think Liverpool um, set pieces have been very very weak this season when Liverpool get a corner I don't think there's much of a, a threat on, on the defence uh, whoever they're playing against because they don't really seem to have that commanding player the task ball since Van Dijk got injured um, Fabinho possibly but I think Canato will add another element um, there that Liverpool are missing so it'll be interesting to see he obviously has a long way to go before he's proven to be a world class um, defender but he's young he's very very young for, for a player of his age um, I think that he has the the ability to to go a long way, and I trust everybody's recruitment staff. I think overall they have been very very shrewd and smart, um, in their business over the last couple of seasons. Unfortunately, Arsenal's recruitment has has not been as good. That's very 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 true. Arsenal's recruitment has not been good enough, but um, there's you know there's so much we can do, but. Now that we've got Mikel Arteta and Arteta obviously will bin some players that are not good enough. What are your thoughts on Mikel Arteta? I think that overall it's been quite a stagnant time under him so far. 
I think he came in and obviously he wanted to put his own style of play and his own maybe his, uh, you know his his own management style and he, he seems to be quite a disciplinarian um some, as some players have learned. But I think overall reflecting on his time, it's not been good enough. Um, Arsenal are ninth. They're lucky that they have the Europa League to maybe give them that glimmer of hope. But I think if they are to go out in this round or even the next round and they're having around mid-table, don't come under pressure. And yeah, no, I know a lot of Arsenal fans are excited when he came in and at the beginning it looked fresh, it looked new. There was that kind of high press energetic performances but they seem to have dropped off a little bit um, over the last few months so I think overall it, it hasn't been good enough Arsenal fans maybe expected something similar to Manchester City's style of play I'm not saying that he's not his own man but obviously he's going to take ideas from his time in Manchester City and try to implement it into the Arsenal squad but at the same time maybe Arsenal don't have the, the players uh, to play that style of play that can also be argued if, if Arsenal win the Europa League, which I think they can, maybe that'll put a, a, a change of perspective on his time so far. But I think overall it hasn't been good enough. What's your opinion? Yeah, of course. I don't think Arsenal have been good enough. Our season rests on winning the Europa League a bit like uh, Liverpool 04-05, you know, where they finished fifth in the league and the European final came. And if they win it, if the, well, Liverpool did win it in 2005, they got back into the next season. And hopefully... If we do finish, it is looking very likely we'll finish ninth or tenth in the league. It's very likely, but if we do win that Europa League, I'm just thinking, you know what? I will cap it as a as a successful season. Some fans will disagree with me, going that why would you cap it as a successful season? It's because we won a European trophy. I have never seen Arsenal win a European trophy. I've always grown up watching Liverpool win it, United, Chelsea. No, I've, not, not many, not many people have that. Yep. Not many people have seen Arsenal win a European trophy. They do not have the so-called European pedigree, and hopefully, this is the year we win it. I really want us to win it. It'd be, it, it would be, it would probably be the best, best season for a long time since the Invincibles. If we win the Europa League, I'm not going to joke around and I'll say that. But one question to you before we round off the, the show: Do you think Liverpool can bring home number seven? And when I mean number seven, the Champions League. And if so, and they finish outside the top four, would you, Dave, class it as a successful season? If Liverpool were to win number seven and they were to come 17th, I would class it as a successful season. <laughs> um, do, do I think the Liverpool can win number seven? I do. Um, but I've, there's some amazing teams left in the Champions League. Manchester City, of course, are very strong, but they're, they're in the opposite side of the draw. So, you know, this beat Real Madrid, who knows what's going to happen? Um, you know, it, it, I do think that, you know, in some ways, I think in Europe, they're playing that bit more freer. When I watched them against Leipzig, they were like a different team. They were, they were just, you know, they were playing that free-flowing, um, high-pressing, attacking style. And Liverpool loved this competition. It's the, obviously, Liverpool are synonymous with Swedish and some amazing comebacks. Barcelona, you know, Istanbul. So I do think they can do it. And I do believe that Liverpool have the, the, the side that can go deep into the competition. I know that Real Madrid are a very, very strong side and they will be a very difficult to beat. But I think they're, not, they're obviously not the team that 
that they played in Kiev a couple of seasons ago. I don't think they have that threat. You know, they brought in Eden Hazard, who's injured at the moment, I believe, um, thinking that he would take him to the next level, but he's actually dropped off. But they don't have that marquee Ronaldo-type player at the moment. Obviously, Benzema is a great player, uh, but I think that they're not the team that you see, so I fancy they were built there. But, um, yeah, I was just, actually, just before we finish up, I was looking at some of the stats on Liverpool and Arsenal before the weekend. And, yeah, I see that Liverpool have passed 2,306 times into the final third this season, where Arsenal have only passed 1,612, which nearly off the top of my head, a 30% difference, maybe. Uh, maybe less than that. So, to me, it stands out that Arsenal are playing a lot of lateral balls. They're not trying to penetrate defences enough, and that's been one of their issues, that they seem to be a bit too timid in possession. And along with that, Liverpool have had 943 ball recoveries in the opposition half, which shows that Liverpool are high press, try to win the ball high up the field, put the defence under pressure, win it, win it back as high as you can. Where Arsenal have had 727, so there's still there's big drops there, um, and I think that that is one of the differences between Liverpool and Arsenal at the moment, is that Liverpool Although they're not having a great season, they still have that kind of high press, high energy game. But I think Arsenal need to incorporate into their side. I think that they can be very lateral, it can be very stagnant, and uh, at times it can be easy to play against. So maybe I think I can change that. Um, but yeah, I, 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 you know, my my brother is an Arsenal fan. So it's one of the teams, obviously aside from Liverpool, that I would be more familiar with and maybe keep an eye on. And I think that, you know, they, they obviously the one day FA Cup under Arteta and it was amazing. I mean, it was incredible. But we just have to see what they could, they can do. But I think that they really need to go deep into the Europa League for Arteta to ease the pressure on him because if they don't win that competition and finish 9th or 10th, I think question marks are going to come over him. But hopefully they can do well. Hopefully. And we'll see what happens on Saturday. Uh, Dave? Thank you for coming on. I understand you are very busy and uh, thank you for taking your time out to feature on this podcast. It, it, means, uh, it means a lot to me. And just before I round this uh, podcast off, make sure you guys follow Dave on uh, Twitter and, uh, and on Instagram. I'll put his, uh, uh, I'll put his details in, in, the, in the description. But before we round off, uh, we just wanna, I just want to say to everybody listening, um, as I said earlier, the passing of uh, Claude Collegni was very sad. I just want to round off this podcast saying, Claude, you you have been a huge you know inspiration to me. You you've been you know someone that inspired me to make kind of these podcasts and kind of you know express my views as an Arsenal fan. We love you. We miss you. And um, uh, I just you know I like I said send um, my condolences to his family and stuff. And um, yeah, so uh, you know he wasn't just. An Arsenal fan, he was he was a winner in life as well. Thanks, Sam. Uh, I think that's very nice words. And yeah, so same here. I just I just want to say that uh, I'm thinking of him. I think it's very very sad. And obviously, the Arsenal fan base and family, of course, it's just devastating news. So thank you, Sam. Thank you for everybody tuning in and listening, and goodbye. <laughs>